0: production of pioneer utility resources Story connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers How can artificial intelligence support utility storytelling That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of the Story Connect podcast Hi, I'm Megan McCoy-No, one of the storytellers at Pioneer Utility Resources and your host today. I am joined by Kyle Allwine, Manager of Public Relations at Northern Neck Electric Cooperative in Virginia. Kyle, thanks for being here.
1: Oh, you're most welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. I'm excited.
0: I'm excited too, uh, because it's all about AI right now. And I've been reading um, sci-fi books for years, and it's finally here. Um, So for listeners who might not be familiar with artificial intelligence, which we are calling AI today, uh, can you briefly explain what ChatGPT is?
1: Yes, definitely, Megan. And this is, uh, full disclosure, I am not a computer scientist. I have played one on TV before, (laughs) but um, (laughs) it would be as close as you're going to get to an answer. What I'm going to try to do is is basically it's Siri meets Jarvis meets Google. And that's the most simple way I can explain ChatGPT. It's basically a personal assistant that has all of the Google archives and all that kind of fun stuff in its in its noodle, in its brain. Um, and when you ask it questions, it will bring that information to you. So, uh, it's a tool and there's a lot of fear around it because of headlines and all kinds of stuff like that, but it's a tool no different than remember when, uh, people were in school and you weren't allowed to use Wikipedia as a source because they're like, if you no, use but re- then
0: I, when I was in school, Kyle, what I remember is Google coming out and everyone being, ooh, you don't have to go to the library to search microfiche. We might have a slight age difference, but that's okay. So tell me about your college experience, Kyle.
1: So when I was at school, Wikipedia uses a source and they were like, you know, anybody can upload information and, you know, how do you know it's real? And this and that, it's the same type of thing with, that we're seeing now with AI. It's the same types of concerns, like, you know, where's the information come from? How do they know that? And all the, you know, it's the whole type of like, what in the world? Um, but it's really not <laughs> that scary right now. It's It's really just a tool. And it's. Um, just a few days ago, Google was under some pressure, um, because it was kind of like Samsung was going to start dropping Google from, from their platform and going to a new search engine. So Google's announcing that they're going to be implementing some more AI into their search engine results. Microsoft designer, which is like a competitor to Canva or Adobe express has recently launched. And that also has some, some, uh, uh AI behind it now as well. So it's, you know, the, the AI of, uh, you know, the Terminator movies or things like that is, this is not that <laughs> this is really just, yet, a, uh, yet, yet. exactly. But, uh,
0: <laughs> it's not uh, Skynet. Yeah. It's not Skynet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not a, but it's, that's why I kind of like to describe it as like Jarvis from Iron Man, because Siri is not.
0: I didn't catch smart. the Iron Man reference. Okay. Jarvis, I knew who Siri was, Jarvis. but I was thinking Jarvis is that like a, one of the search engines that, that died and. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? From oh, Yahoo or so, who was, no, 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 but somebody no, had a search no, engine no. that was Ask Jarvis. And I thought that was the reference, was, but no, um, no. It
1: was like a, a butler's name, Ask S.G.,
0: Ask
1: Jeeves. That was it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so Jarvis is Iron Man. And in okay. the first Iron Man movie, Jarvis <laughs> is like this, this AI personal assistant. And, okay. oh, you know,
0: I get it now. I remember.
1: Be like, Hey, can you bring me the files from this? And Jarvis is like uploading them now. And, Eventually, that's kind of more of what I think this is going to be is, you know, to find those efficiencies in life. But, uh, but yeah, so that's what GPT is, is it's one of these, um, these kind of Jarvis meets search engine tools.
0: Okay, uh, now OpenAI is the parent company of ChatGPT, and they are the same company that created DALL-E and DALL-E two uh, to help you create realistic images. Um, and that's what Kyle you were mentioning is now incorporated as part of you called it Microsoft Designer, yeah, Designer. Yep. Designer. Now, whether you're writing a story or creating an image, one of the key features of working with AI for storytelling is writing um, the right prompts, uh, the questions that you're going to pose to AI, no matter which one. There's many competitors that are out there right now. Um, Please never name them, Skynet. Uh, Last (laughs) week, I heard the phrase uh, promptographed. Have you heard that one? It was a photographer talking about it, and he had entered an AI generated picture into a contest and won uh, for most like creative um, or experimental photography. And he won and he turned down the award. He was like, no, no, no. I just, I just want us to talk about this. Um, But promptagraph is a new term uh, describing how artists are leveraging prompts to be able to get the right results to help them. Uh, So after you've been using chat GPT for a few months what advice would you have for a communicator who is writing a prompt for the first time?
1: So I think the best thing to do is, like I said a few minutes ago, this is really a tool. And the best thing about this tool is that um, if you mess up the first time, it's okay. Like, generate, I know a lot of times you when we use technology, we're like, <laughs> uh-oh, like, what happens if I break it? Like, I love it when people, you know, when I help my mom with IT things on her phone and she's like, well, what if I break it? Well, you can't break it like it just you just refresh the page (laughs) like you know if you don't get the prompts if you don't get the answers that you like you could just refresh the page and try again so a lot of it's gonna be trial and error but the ways that i like to use it and find it the most useful is that i will say write an article for our magazine and I, now i need to do like 8 million other things i need a tweet i need a linkedin post i need a column for my ceo i need a facebook post what if i get a call from the media and they have some questions for me you know what are some questions that they might ask me about this article that i've posted and th- well i can get all those answers from chat gpt if i just punch that article in there and then say using this article please do this for me and yes i am one of those people that puts p- please in my prompts uh Aww. it doesn't really matter but That's it makes so me so nice feel that
0: good. no be nice to ai you never yeah. know when they're gonna it's gonna become sentient
1: yeah, when it's skynet they're gonna be like that kyle Allwine guy he was really mm. nice to me, and mm-hmm. Please,
0: we're, we're gonna um, let him live for now
1: that's right so um but yeah and then i'll ask it you know please make me a linkedin post for key accounts or please make me a post for you know other co-op communicators or and it'll kind of start tailoring it um another thing that you can do with it that's kind of cool is i don't really write an ap style but our magazine is like Mm. you have to write an ap style well i can tell gpt to put it in ap style for me then I don't even have to worry about it. <laughs> you know, then I can just write how I like to write, which is just free. Um, and the other thing that you can do with the prompts is you can kind of get started on how to even break through that initial writer's block. Yeah. Uh, hey, I don't know what I need to know about um, fire safety with in a home with electricity. So you know, you can ask ChatGPT, you know, what are some things families need to keep in mind to keep uh, their home safe from electrical fires? And it'll give you some bullet points. Um, and then the last prompt uh, recommendation I have is a lot of us deal with very technical information and we're not technical people. And sometimes people in our own organizations can't uh, they can't get things to like uh, explain like I'm five years old level. So be like, explain like I'm five, what is an electrical fault fault? And it'll tell you, and then you could be like, okay, but what is that? And you can then start like having a conversation with it, like you would an engineer to, to kind of get to, to almost to the point where you can even say like, what are some good books for me to read about this topic? Not knowing anything about it. And it'll give you book recommendations. So I, I just kind of use it like a search engine but also I use it as a search engine where I can input my own information to tailor the results to what I need.
0: Well, and I've been playing with it uh, for a couple months now as well. And I I like asking it questions um, to to make things easier. So uh, before we got on to have this interview today, I asked it for advice as well on how to write a chat GPT prompt. And here's advice. Not written by a human. Um, <laughs> number one, be clear and specific. Make sure your prompt is clear and specific. It repeats itself sometimes about what you want chat GPT to do. Avoid using vague language or open-ended questions that could lead to ambiguous responses. All right. Uh, number two, keep it concise. Uh, and then it repeats it again. Um, avoid writing long paragraphs or multiple questions in a single prompt because it makes it hard for ChatGPT to understand. Uh, Kyle, you were saying that you're, you're very nice and say please and thank you. And, you know, you're trying to preserve your place uh, digitally in its heart. Uh, so the third piece of advice that ChatGPT says is to use natural language as if you were speaking to a human uh, obviously, they're trying to get us more comfortable with chat GPT <laughs> taking over the world. Uh, I think it's interesting that it says to avoid technical jargon or complex language that chat GPT might not understand um, provide context, and then test your prompts, which is what you were saying, to, to test it a couple different times. Um, and then you can always, there's a button in chat GPT that says regenerate. <laughs> so uh, as long as it's not talking about some creature that you're recreating, I think it's fine just to hit the regenerate and try it again. When I was writing headlines, uh, it wrote one headline and I didn't love it. And so, but I didn't want to give it more specific styles or anything. I just hit regenerate and it gave me another option which is nice. So yeah, just playing around with it a bit uh, helps. And I love using it to find fresh approaches to a story. You don't have to deal with a blank page anymore. You can just ask it to help get you started on a story. Um, I use a thesaurus all the time, or historically have, to try to come up with new phrases. And so uh, this is basically, to me, uh, the same as using spell check or a thesaurus on steroids, right? So it's fun, but it's not all sunshine and roses, no, (laughs) No. (laughs) I wish, I wish it was. Um, And one of the big examples of this uh, was BARD, which was uh, Google's AI that they quickly launched when ChatGPT came out, they were like, oh, we've got one too, and they created an ad. Uh, Did you see that ad and the downfall (laughs) afterwards? Uh, Yeah, the chatbot was like, here's an ad, and this is all these fun facts about space. And some of the facts that it shared were wrong. Uh, And Google's uh, market value dropped by $100 billion the next day. So um, not great. Kyle, talk to me about the downside of AI-fueled storytelling and relying too much on these tools.
1: So I think a a big one is um, a few minutes ago you mentioned the, the jargon piece. And it doesn't really understand emotion in writing. And what I mean by that is, is like the jargon. When we say line worker or things like that, that's when it gets confused because it, it scours the internet and all it's ever seen is the word lineman. Well, that gives you
0: football players.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, and then <laughs> it's confusing. But uh, so the jargon piece is, is definitely a pitfall. Right. And, and the emotion piece is another big one. I find that a lot of co-op communicators often worry about their writing like Oh, you know, is my writing technical enough or is it this or is it that? But at the end of the day, it's your voice and or it's your co-op's voice. And every co-op does have a unique voice. Yeah. Um, and by using ChatGPT too much, you run the risk of sounding more like, you know, every other company in the world as opposed to your local neighborhood friendly co-op. And so you really do need to look at it and ask it in the prompts. Like, you know, I say, like, you know, what does a family need to know about this? What does this need to is because otherwise it'll give you, you know, what a business would like or what I'm not talking to businesses. I'm talking to families. I'm talking to grandma. I'm talking to dad. I'm talking to, you know, our neighbor. That's who a co-op is writing for. So, um, but I have used it to take technical language and make it concise and make it more clear. And that can help you with that voice piece. But um, that is, I think, the main pitfall or downside of this. Um, similarly, with Microsoft Designer, if you're using a lot of AI-generated images, you lose the authenticity of people in their communities. So um, I saw this with a couple of uh, organizations on line Worker Appreciation Day posting a stock image of a line worker, and the members being like, why don't you just post a picture of our line workers? Like, yeah. I don't know who this person is. Um, so you can if you use too many AI generated images or stock images. You're going to run into an issue where you don't look authentic. You're, you're just like every other brand that's out there trying to get their attention. So you gotta be careful, but that's why I kind of disclaimer my stuff. I, I use it as a tool to help enhance yeah. the things that I'm already doing.
0: I really like that approach. And I think it's healthy to think about it as a tool, not as Hal or other. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's another old movie reference. That's it's older than Iron Man. Yeah. Um, yeah or Kit. Oh, dude. Yes. See, I'd see. be okay with Kit driving me around. <laughs> Gotta say, I, can, I can hang. I'll be all right. Kit was a car, for those of you listening who are unaware of Knight Rider. You can um, ask chat
1: GPT for the best episodes, and I guarantee you you the <laughs> best episodes that you should watch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Kyle, you summed up many of these ideas in a LinkedIn blog post uh, titled Five Ways a Co-op Communicator Can Use Chat GPT, uh, which is a lot of fun. It's why I thought it'd be nice to talk to you today, plus I just enjoy our conversations. It's always nice. Um, We'll link to that uh, article when we post this podcast episode on our website at pioneer.coop slash podcasts. But I was hoping you might be able to summarize, and you've shared a few of them already, but your favorite five ways that communicators can put chat chat GPT as a tool and other AI-based platforms to work for their utility.
1: Definitely. So the first one I would say is to use it to make one piece of content into multiple types of content. So I don't think I've ever met a board co-op communicator. Um, We're always pressed for time. We always have (laughs) things we could do. Um, I've talked to a lot of co-op communicators who are like, I'd love to start a LinkedIn page. We have a bunch of people retiring and I just don't know where to start. We'll Mm -hmm. let ChatGPT do it. Let Microsoft Designer make the post for you to take the things you're already making and just tweak them for an audience that is people that don't work for you yet. Um, So that's a great one, right, to just use Mm -hmm. it to make all different types of content. I think another one is um, people are not super great about SEO right now in Mm co-op world we haven't had to worry about SEO. Search
0: Engine Optimization for folks who don't have enough abbreviations in their lives.
1: So if you're, you're a broadband co-op and you're trying to get members to sign up for your service, you're now trying to sell stuff. So you need to kind of focus more on, on search engine optimization. Ask ChatGPT to rewrite your article so it's more SEO friendly. Um, another one is hashtags. So it's always hard to find what hashtags should you be using on what platform, which ones are trending right now. Ask chat GPT. It can take your content and it can give you hashtags based on that because the last thing you also want to do is give hashtags that are not um, configured for your content because then Facebook and others are going to just not show your content, even if you're putting it with the right hashtags because it's not, it's conflicting with their messaging. Um, and the last two things is, you know, I would really just say that you can use it to make your email headlines and your teasers and... Mm-hmm you know, all those kinds of things that are just like one offs. Um, And the last one I would say is, like I I mentioned a few minutes ago, ask it um, as you're developing things like a crisis communications plan. Ask it, you know, hey, if there's a tornado, what will a reporter ask me? And then you've got a reporter asking you questions, except it's chat GPT. And then you can ask it. Does this answer sound authentic? Does this answer answer that question? Does this, you know? And you can kind of use that to, to go through those things to really develop that crisis communications plan. So I think I think those are kind of the top five ways that I've found to uh, to use ChatGPT over the last few months.
0: I really like that, and and balance it, especially when you're talking to people in the workplace about it. Uh, balance it with review, editorial review, because. Chat GPT doesn't actually know anything. It's just pulling it, right? (laughs) We're we're creating this whole persona and, and naming it and all this, which is lovely and terrifying. But at the end of the day, it doesn't know anything. It's just Googling for information or not Googling. That would be barred. But, you know, binging. Is that a verb yet? Maybe it will be. Searching for information, right? And while there is accurate information out there, there's also very factually inaccurate information out there too that it can pull. So I think it's also important to balance it out and make sure, you know, if it's safety information, if it's, you know, especially electrical safety information or, you know, tips for making the most of your broadband connection or anything like that, have somebody that actually knows the technology review it. Uh, have you as the communicator at your utility review it to make sure it is factually accurate. Accurate because I think if we lean into it too much, uh, we forget that it doesn't actually know all this stuff. It's just, as you said, it's a tool, it's just searching, and there could be some, um, some lies. This was like two truths and a lie. You have to ferret out what is actually, you know, right.
1: Of those people always give three truths, but just three oh. outrageous ones. And then whichever one someone that they think it's a lie. I want them mm-hmm. to just win so they feel better about themselves so that I.
0: Aww. Uh, Yeah, I'm always thinking of others. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kyle, how do you get yourself like excited about chat GPT? Is there a way that you break the ice with folks when you're talking about it?
1: Yes. Well, I asked chat GPT for some electricity puns like Mm -hmm. I'm amped up for this conversation or Uh, let's let's get what you need or I'm feeling a (laughs) spark of inspiration.
0: Oh, the spark of inspiration. I'm a big <laughs> fan
1: of electricity. It really lights up my life.
0: Oh, oh, OK. Well, that's a, that's a good example of if you have, like, I'm always looking for dad jokes to put into scripts um, the, for other people to read. So are you saying I could just ask ChatGPT for a list of dad jokes about um, marketing or communications?
1: Oh um, um, my goodness, you could. Oh.
0: Oh, dear. (laughs) I just don't, I don't have a comeback for this because I'm not using chat GPT right now.
1: Resistance is futile, Megan. (laughs) Picard
0: is rolling over in his, not even grave yet. He just keeps making more shows, but wow. Thank you for that. I'm hurt
1: that you don't feel the same way.
0: too much it's too much um yeah thanks you're welcome so well before i let you go do you have any last bits of advice for utility communicators that are debating how to use or avoid ai in the workplace anything that we haven't covered
1: the only thing that i would say is i would encourage them to just play with it to just mm-hmm. test it, try it, see what works for you. If it works for your workflow and helps out, great. If it doesn't, that's fine. But I have certainly found that in my experience, I never have enough time to do everything. And, you know, whether it's writing an email, you know, writing an email copy for new member email series or, you know, a fact sheet on rolling outages or what, let someone else help you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we've Something.
0: Thought of-
1: Alex. <laughs> well, I, I'm saying uh, whether it's ChatGPT or Pioneer or, you know, allow resources to help you because mm-hmm. a lot of times that one person co op communicator office feels lonely and you feel like you're never going to be able to get it all done. But with tools like Chad GPT and others, you know, let those people in there because it'll magnify your impact.
0: Oh, I love that, Kyle. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with Utility Pioneers. He is Kyle Allwine from Northern Neck Electric Cooperative, and I'm your host, Megan McCoy now at Pioneer Utility Resources. And until we talk or chat again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.